Yo, 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 this your boy E. Hud, God's MC, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Peace. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man, and y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see it. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, and I have with me none other than the legendary Miles Austin. Um, he plays a major role for MTNV Sports um, as our um, resident NBA analyst. He is also a devout, um, I don't know, lover, fan, um, you know what I mean? Like, hardcore Laker guy. Like, he is a devout fan of the, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and this is prior to LeBron getting there. So he's not like me. I'm a LeBron fan. But he is a <laughs> devout Lakers fan. So, yeah. brother, how you doing, man? Yeah. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, So... I'm I'm just, you know, sitting on um looking at our group me. You know, all the all the correspondents are in that group me and I'm just getting a good gauge of, you know, what was happening there. And I see that, you know, you plus um John Hunter, Hunter is the host of the LA Confidential show. He is both of you guys are lamenting you're l- lamenting the fact that um that the Lakers are pursuing Anthony Davis but giving up so much or at least attempting to give up so much. How do you feel about um, the current offer, which now seems to include Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, John Rondo, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, and two first-round picks? It's, it's, it's the team. I, I don't, I, that's literally like, that's probably like a starting team and a, and a six-man when LeBron is out. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me while we're giving up six players and two draft picks. Now, granted, A.D. Anthony Davis is a top five player in the NBA, top four, really. Um, I mean, you could probably even go to top three if you're talking about a skill set and what he can do on the basketball court. Um, but to me, man, honestly, I, I was I was impressed with the with the four people, the four young core that we gave. I mean, one of the five trade offers that we sent over to, to New Orleans over the weekend. Um, I think that trade included uh, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and Ivanka Zubat, and a first-round pick. Now, if they just wanted to add another first-round pick to that deal, I wouldn't be too mad. The only reason I say that is because we need Rajon Rondo. If we're going to give up Lonzo Ball in a pass-first point guard, who who definitely was getting his head around the Lakers' offense and playing next to LeBron and really um, being aggressive in that that, uh, system that Luke Walton has, um, if we're going to give him up, we need to keep Rondo. We need to keep a leadership type of uh, veteran presence who is just – he's been amazing on the court as Rondo's been out, which we expect that from him. But, um, you know, you watch Rondo from afar, but you're not really able to see him until you see him in your team's jersey when you're watching the games all the time. Um, what he does on the court, man, and what he brings in leadership, and he's really another coach on the court, really another um, just in, you know basketball savant in the type of mindset that he has. Um, which kind of is similar to what LeBron kind of brings in, in the mindset department of being on the court. Um, and, and one of the other things for me was that Rondo has already played with AD before, so they have chemistry from last year. You know, he got play, called playoff Rondo for a reason. He's not just out here playing basketball. He's good at what he does. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me to give him up both point guards. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I, I, will, I will definitely 
speak as as an NBA analyst as a, and as a fan, you do what you got to do to get AD on your team. Like, we'll figure out the rest afterwards. Like, if we're going to be honest about it. <clears throat> I mean, he's a generational player, if we're going to be we're going to be honest. And we've already, we already found the best player in the league in LeBron James. Putting these two together, we'll figure out the rest. Like, it, it, it is what it is. But if, if the Pelicans don't accept this offer of six players and two first-round draft picks, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing more that we can do. Man, doesn't it seem, at least a little bit, like LeBron's doing the same thing in L.A. that he did in Cleveland where he's removing all this really good young talent in exchange for a veteran who may or may not work out in this new environment? I mean, I, I can I can understand where that that um, where that probably would come from, but at the same time, like it, it it's AD. If it was anybody else, you know, it it'd be different. If we're if we're talking about a top top ten player, top fifteen, top twenty, this is a, this is a top four player in the NBA. These opportunities don't come along, and when you're thinking about it, I mean. I, I, I'm trying to see how this whole thing would play out. If AD comes to the Lakers, it's LeBron, AD, whatever team is left. I, I think, other players I can think of is Josh Hart and, and Zubak, who <laughs> would still be there. Tyson Chandler, uh, JaVale McGee, which, which we still need some. We still need some shooters. We need some some uh, uh, backup point guards, something to where we're trying to make this thing figure out. But if you can set up something like an AD on your team who is a 25-year-old, 29-point game, uh, points a game score. You're talking about 20, 20, I think he's averaging, what, 29 and 14 right now? He, lead, he leads the league in PER, which is a player efficiency rating, which that rates everything that you do on the court from field goal percentage to free, uh, free throw percentage, your shooting spots, and, and what you're doing, like, you basis. He's leading the league in that. You need that person on your team. And, and that's that's the thing. If you're talking about getting rid of young players or doing whatever, AD is a person you build your team around. He's 25 years old with probably another seven to eight years in his prime right now. You know, that's a hard offer to pass up when you have people, when you have a assets that a team is willing to accept. Now, I'm going to ask you as, a, um, as an analyst to look at it from the standpoint of New Orleans. Do you feel okay. that they are in turn getting a good deal as well? I, I think right now, um, I, I have to look at all the facts. And all the facts point to New Orleans Pelicans waiting until the summer to let multiple teams get in on this Anthony Davis sweepstakes. Now, um, if you know that AD wants his destination is going to be the Lakers, right? That's where, that's where he wants to be at. He made that known. Um, you think about, I think, he, I think his list came out today of four teams where it was the Lakers, the Knicks, the Bucks, and the Clippers. Now, all th- all three out of those four teams right now don't have access to Sonoma. When you, when you think about, I mean, you're giving up. You have to give up some of your team. We're willing to do that right now and still be able to keep LeBron. The Bucks have Giannis. But the Knicks, to me, right now have the, the availability for two back slots in the summer. But as of, as of right now, at this moment, what do they have to offer him right now? As you're thinking, if if the Lakers are going to be his destination, he let teams know that he's going to be a rental. If it's probably not one of those four teams that we that we have mentioned, then it doesn't it doesn't make sense for any team to give you their best offer because they they could be losing him in a year. So you you think about that if you think about that much, that Boston might be the only team out there that would think I can trade and do whatever, and we could probably convince him to stay because it's a winning culture, because of Brad Stevens, because of Danny Age. 
um, and the pieces that they have um, in the draft picks of, in the draft picks and in the, the, the players that they have on the team. It's it's one of those things where why not try to get what you can right now from the team that he wants to go to, and it'd be a good deal. Why not? Because if you wait till the summer, you're going to allow these teams to throw anything at you, and they're not going to give you their best offers because he's going to be a rental. So I think when you look at it from both ends, there are advantages to waiting for the summer, and there's disadvantages to waiting for the summer. Just like it's advantages to train in before Thursday or waiting till the summer. If you were the Lakers, um, which one of those young players would you like to hold on to and not give up to the Pelicans? I mean, honestly, man, the, the biggest trade piece right now is really Kyle Kuzma. Um, because of what he's because of what he's doing, I think he's averaging 19 points right now. He's kind of the biggest uh, kind of breakout person from that group of our young players. Um, Kyle Kuzma was doing that last year. I think he's that he came out averaging like 15. Up to 19, and even shows himself worthy of being a, 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 a player next to LeBron, like a scorer. Like who could score? Who could slash? Who could do that? He showed that. So he is that trade. He is the tradable asset in any deal. Um, I would love to keep Kuzma, but he is he's the, he's probably going to be the front of that of that trade package. Um, out of the four, you know, man. Um, if I'm honest about it, I, I really like Lonzo. I, I really do. And I know some Lakers fans don't feel the same way, or just NBA fans in general don't feel the same way about him, but I believe that he has such a high feeling in what he's able to do um, and what he brings to the court. That court vision is unmatched and it's generational. We're talking about a six seven, a six 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 seven point guard who can who can look o- look over most of the most of the defenders at, at point guard. And I think once he learns to get a shot and fix this atrocious free throw percentage, um, he would be, he's going to be a great player. He has a, he has a back to rebound the ball. He's, he's great on defense. He's always playing the passing lane. And um, I think I think being under LeBron would only intensify what was already there and continue to be aggressive and can grow in his basketball. Um, his basketball potential, especially under LeBron and with having Rondo there. Um, I honestly want to keep Rondo. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why he got included in this trade. Trade away both of my point guards. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me either. You give up Lonzo and Rondo. They already have Drew Holiday and Alfred Payton. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah. see why you would do that. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm trying to figure out why we're still letting go six players draft picks now. The New Orleans Pelicans did state that they believe Drew Holiday to be a shooting guard rather than a point guard. That's why they had their eyes focused on, Ron, uh, on Lonzo. So for me, in that instance, if you have Lonzo and you had Alfred Payton, you don't need Rondo. So I would, I would love for the Pelicans to say, hey, look, you can keep Rondo. Give us everything else. Take Solomon Hill um, on this expiring contract or, or cap, you know, cap release that we need. And call it a day. I would love for them to take five players and two draft picks. We keep Rondo because of his leadership and veteran. Uh, persona and just kind of personality in the locker room and keeping this team together. He's been amazing um, in, in the, the short time he's been with the Lakers. You know, I haven't liked him because he, he was a Boston Celtic first. That kind of stuck with me. I remember I remember losing him in the 2008 and Ronald losing that charge with Paul Pierce Ray out in the camera by net. Like, that's, just, that's something that's etched in my brain. So when he got to a Lakers uniform, I, I appreciated what he brought to the court. It didn't make any sense to me to trade him. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that he somehow gets out of this deal, included in this trade package, or we can keep him, and he can play alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis once again. And, and finally, 
Um, I have to ask this question. If they do pull it off, you know, kudos to Magic Johnson if he's able to pull off this deal. But if he's able to pull off the deal, man, I, I hear Carmelo, Carmelo's coming. I'm sure he's going to be offered um, most likely um, before the trade deadline or, or immediately after. He's going to be offered um, a, a contract with the Lakers. I mean, you'll need people, basically. So my my question is, what else does, you know, what does Magic do after you're able to pull off the the trade if he's able to? <laughs> This is, this is a very good question. It's something that's, that's a racket not during time because you give away six people and we have basically left with B.A.D., LeBron, our two centers, three centers, because Zubac didn't include in that, in, in that trade package. Um, if Rondo goes, then it's, it's, you're putting LeBron at, at one. Maybe you pick up you pick up Carmelo. There's a couple buyouts that they're looking at. Um, I, I think Magic's plan here is probably going to play the buyout market. I mean, once you make the trade, there's not really much else you can do in any assets that you would still have or trying to make a trade for anybody else um, and picking up like a 3 and D guy. Um, we still have Contavious uh, Caldwell Popa. I should definitely forget about him, which would be uh, he'd obviously be good at the two at the two position, but you have LeBron at one and Contavious Caldwell Pope, Melo, AD, and Tyson, or. Um, with JaVale McGee starting, which Wagner Zubak has showed has shown his potential and what he can do. Um, but he's probably going to have to play the buyout market at this point, man. And, and that's, that's part of the reason this six-person, two-draft-pick deal doesn't make sense to me. I thought the four-person, two-draft-pick deal would be good enough. We'd be able to keep some of those pieces. I, I do believe that if Rondo were to stay, we'd have something of, of, a, of a championship mix. Um, would, would it be enough to be five All-Stars? Probably not, but would it be enough for us to find a weakness and be able to somewhat exploit it before we lose in a game six or a game seven, um, you know, to go to the NBA finals and playing them in the Western Conference finals? I think that's something that if Rondo were to stay, we'd have a better chance of doing that with AD on the roster and possibly Melo. I honestly think Melo still has a lot left in the tank. He still averaged 16 points while he was in Houston. Uh, most of the deficiencies wasn't on, on Melo itself. And a lot of people are, you know, kind of play that role like he really messed up the team. Um, I don't believe that. And I think that with him playing right next to LeBron, it would be a different mindset and a different way to play the game because it's not easy playing next to LeBron in the way that he wants you to play, in the way that he sees the game. Is a lot different than any other person probably in the history, but um, he's going to have to play a bio market, man. Magic and Magic and Rob Palenka are going to have to pull some some buddies out of a hat on this one if they make the trade, especially if they accept the six person key draft pick trade, man. But I'm optimistic. I, I do believe and have faith in Magic. I do have faith in Rob Palenka and Jimmy Buss and what they're able to do in the Lakers organization, man. So um, I think it's possible. I think we'll, we'll be good. But at the end of the day, if we don't end up making the finals or even making the Western Conference finals, um, we're set up for the next you know, five to six years pulling off AD trade. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us. Listen, you're you're hearing um the voice of the spectacular one, the the amazing one, the the ridiculous analyst for the NBA, Miles Austin. Um also a phenomenal um man with the music. So, um Miles Austin, please tell us about the um the the podcast that you do um, you know, for our for our station, for MTMV Sports. Tell us about Heart in the Paint, man. Definitely, man. Yeah, Hollywood King, we do every Tuesday, uh, probably around 7 or 8. We'll, we'll probably see that thing jump up there, man. But we're just talking about everything. Um, it's one of those things. My motto is in there. You don't get nothing but the hard truth. 
Um, so let's dive into it. That's that's my thing. What we're talking about. So when you when you're really looking at going hard in the paint, um, you talk about going in there hard like Shaq or like uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, who was more of a suave with it. But you're gonna get the truth when you listen to hard in the paint. Um, we're just talking about everything that's going on in the NBA from the All Star team to dilemmas within teams and coaches and the trade deadline that's coming up in the All Star game and the All Star draft that's happening Thursday. Uh, we're just going to talk about truth, man. That's my biggest thing. As a Lakers fan, um, I don't allow myself to get clouded by the purple and gold. Um, I just try to spit truth, man. And, and honestly, I want to get facts out there. So a lot of people hear a lot of stories and don't get to get the backdrop to. Um, what this stuff is really about, and that's for me what that what part of the paint means is getting the facts, getting it true, and keeping it true. Um, and that's that's what we're trying to do, man. I'm I'm trying to get Chris Broussard on here for real while we playing. Um, but that's one of the, that's one of my guys I get to watch, and I listen and, and pay attention to what he does um, on FS1. I, I take a lot of tips and a lot of things, and I steal a lot of things from listening to him and watching him. Um, but that's the biggest thing for me, hard in the pain, man, is just spitting hard facts and hard truth while giving you um, something that you may not get anywhere else. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you this. Um, I I met Chris Broussard this weekend. Um, I, yeah, I saw it. Like, how was it? It was it was cool, man. It was cool, you know, rapping at the at the Kingdom event. The King event was super awesome. Um, I awesome. got a chance to see a lot of my heroes, you know, Sean Alexander, Aeneas Williams, just all those guys, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, yo, it was, it was, it was dope, right? And, and just, um, you know, kind of getting a chance to converse with him and talk to him, man. It was, it was super cool. Um, Chris texted me, um, he texted me yesterday morning, um, to congratulate me for being a part. Yeah. To, for congratulate me and thank me for being a part of the, um, of the movement. And then we said that we would link up, you know, in the future um, I, I haven't sent out the, the text message yet to invite him to our podcast. I was, you know, yeah. praying about it, wondering about it. I talked to Sean about it earlier today and, um, I'm definitely going to send out the invitation at some point praying yeah, yeah. that he accepts the invitation and, and comes on, um, our podcast. If he does, I'm going to call you and we'll tag team the interview. We'll make that happen, bro. By that time I'll be in Atlanta, so it's good. Um, when do you think this is happening? <laughs> me, me, me moving to Atlanta? No, um, when do you think the Chris Broussard interview will happen? Oh, man, as, as soon as possible. I'll say the two more guy and at them tomorrow. All right, bet. So Why when you, when you coming down? Uh, we, we, we come down to move next Monday, bro. You said when? We said we move next Monday. Okay, bet. All right, bet. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. You then, make I, it, look. You make it happen, man. I'm telling you, man. I would, I would, inc- I would really, really love for that whole thing to go down. We have a lot of opportunities right now, man. Um, a sports yeah. show, a overall MTNV Sports radio show is in the works right now, and so, um, oh, that's yeah, bro. So you may come down just in time to be a part of that whole movement. So let's make it happen, man. Yeah, man. Um, hey, listen, you've been listening to. MTNV Sports, this is Rick Sincere. I'm hanging out with um, Miles Austin, who's giving us the hard truth about the Lakers and this ridiculous trade um, to <clears throat> to acquire AD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ridiculous as I mean, look, I'm, 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 I'm not the NBA analyst, right? Um, but if I gave the hard truth, I'm like, bruh, the whole team? 
like team, yo that would that would sum up my entire that like that would sum up my entire um analysis right <laughs> yeah and i'm not even mad at me the whole squad word the whole squad bro. that would be it that's my I'm, whole analysis i'm excited i'm i'm excited to see what what chris and nick and and, and all those good guys at FS1 we'll be talking about tomorrow. My, one of my favorite guys is Shannon Sharp, man. That dude, that dude is good, is good business out there. Um, but I'm excited to see what, they, what they're going to think of this six-person, two-draft pick trade for AD. Um, and we'll probably go from there. But expect a new episode up tomorrow night, tomorrow evening, uh, Hard to Paint. Bet. You know what I think going to happen, right? I think they'll reject the trade offer. And I think that's crazy, but I think that's what happens. But anyway, yo, thank that's you. Wow, man. Yeah. Anyway, but thank you so much for joining us on um, MTNV Sports. Um, check out Hard in the Paint tomorrow. Um, also, check out LA Confidential. I'm pretty sure he'll drop an episode about yes, you know sir. what's going on. Yes, sir. Yeah. John's a job, man. Yeah, John's, John's cool, man. I love John. And um, that's it, yo. We out. God bless. What's up, guys? John here, coming at you, representing Tinseltown, La La Land itself. That's right. It's LA Confidential bringing you the newest Laker podcast, up-to-date game breakdown, up-to-date game analysis, what-if scenarios, outlooks for the season, whatever it is. If it's Lakers, I'm bringing it on the MTMV Sports Podcast Network, trying to start your week off right every Monday with LA Confidential. Thank you. Come hang out.